I'm Charles Adler with Eight Minutes That Matter. This is a special edition. Some days ago, I was writing a free press column to be published on Remembrance Day weekend. Remembrance Day, known in some countries as Armistice Day, known in the U.S. as Veterans Day. I view my column the same way that I view this essay that is podcast. This is a personal letter to you. So whether we're talking about Manitobans who make up the bulk of Winnipeg Free Press readership or Canadians and Americans who make up most of people who are listening to this right now, this is always a personal message. If I fail to come across personally as writing or speaking to you one-on-one, face-to-face, heart-to-heart, what's the point of touching the keyboard? So when I was thinking of the veterans. I was thinking of a dream that's been recurring in my life ever since I've had one. Ever since I have felt guilt about having one because so many members of my extended family had their lives extinguished by the barbarism of those that I am still instructed to think of as people. The people I respect instruct me to accord even the murderous genocidal monsters, human status, for my own sake. Human status. In the dream, I'm a much younger man in a military cemetery in France, and there's a shovel in my hand with freshly dug burial ground dirt. As the eyes of my sleeping mind focus on the behavior in this dream that never leaves, It's crystal clear that this is a nightmare, a recurring nightmare. I am digging my own grave, bailing out of a life I ought to be grateful for, given to me by two wonderful people, mom and dad, who could never have met in 1951 had it not been for the heroes buried in the cemetery of my personal nightmare. My buried heroes sacrificed themselves in a war against fascism, World War II, a war where many of my heritage were targeted. My parents marked for death, forced to wear a yellow star, most likely bound for a cattle car trek to a place called Auschwitz. In the summer of 44, over 434,000 Hungarian Jews were deported on 147 trains, most of them on the 500-kilometer journey to Auschwitz in Nazi-occupied Poland. Four out of five, 80% gassed before they were exterminated with a powerful insecticide. Their living eyes met three words on the gates of hell. Three words constituted one of Hitler's bushel of big lies. Three German words. Arbeit macht frei. Arbeit macht frei. Translated into four English words. Work sets you free. Unless, of course, you're too old or too young or too disabled to work. In that case, you're just hours away from being forced to inhale the pellets of Zyklon B gas. Within moments, your brain 
He's as dead as a shovel. Within hours, your incinerated body, now in ashes, finds a chimney. Ashes to ashes in Auschwitz. The journey from Yellow Star to Chimney is a short one, one my so-called sleep has seen thousands of times. You see, in my life, I'm never fully asleep, never fully awake, because those scenes I described happened in real life to many members of my extended family who were rounded up by the forces of totalitarian darkness in the summer of 44, never to be seen again. Some shot, most gassed, all had a powerful work ethic, but no amount of work could ever set them free. Nothing in their character could make those three words on the gates of Auschwitz ring true, because they weren't true. So by now you know that this younger version of this exhausted writer is me, in a cemetery in northern France, digging my grave while remembering the heroes who fought for Canada and the UK and the USA and other countries to defeat Hitler so that my mom and dad, who were in the devil's waiting room, in the end were spared the gas pellets because my heroes, because of them, my parents stayed alive and 10 years later gave me life. So here's to the veteran in your family or that of your best friend, your neighbor. Here's to the person whose heroic service helped many millions of families around the world, including my own. How do I thank a veteran, alive or dead? By remembering, by remembering. In my life every day is Remembrance Day. It does not matter to me which day you choose to listen to this message, but if it brings some meaning to your life, I only ask that you pass it on to someone who might benefit from knowing that the veteran in their family, the veteran in their family or that of their neighbors has the gratitude of many millions who they do not know and one person who they now do know. Yours truly, the young man with the shovel is now a seasoned citizen of Canada with a keyboard and a microphone and a seven-word message. Thank you for the oxygen of life. With eight minutes that matter, I'm Charles Adler.